So next thing I want to kind of kind of chat about is is marketing. You talk about staying relevant throughout this conversation. And you know, we talk about, you know, being on social media. What kind of platforms are you currently using right now for social? Yeah, so I'm I'm essentially signed into maybe all my social media accounts. I do use Instagram <clears throat> and Facebook more for uh, personal use, uh, but I feel like LinkedIn is if you're not on LinkedIn and you're not pumping messages out, you're not, you know, uh, just reaching out to people on a regular basis, you're probably doing yourself a disservice because that's where all the decision makers are. Yep. Um, that's probably the only platform where you can easily have access to CEOs of organizations and like their comments and, and have them respond back to you. And it's just normal. You know yep. what I mean? So that's like, you have to be on LinkedIn. You have to stay relevant. You know, you know, pumping out content just just improves the perception of of yourself, right? Yep. People look at you like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's always posting something about, you know, janitorial services or plumbing or HVAC services. Yep. You know, he must know what he's talking about because he's always posting something about it. Yep. You know? No, and I hear yeah. That's it. <clears throat> that's great. I mean, I'm glad that you you kind of touched that, you know, because the um what I find interesting, you probably find this too, is, is that our industry, the blue collar type industry, there's people that are not that much on social, on, on social media, LinkedIn, you know, the big one, um, could be that they just don't want people, you know, people to know about who they are, et cetera. But the thing is, is I agree with you. I think LinkedIn is, is the platform that we have to use for B2B, obviously, for B2C, it's definitely there. Um, it's, it's just a different approach. But what it does, it, it gives you another outlet of showing that expertise that you currently have, you know? Um, and then the other part is it's such a, it's almost natural, man. Like just to comment on stuff, just to share things. Like it's a natural thing um, that, I, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Like, emailing or calling them like on the phone seems almost kind of unnatural now but mm -hmm. commenting on their post or whatever or sharing or collaborating and then eventually sending a an, either an in-mail or or sending a you know just a, a personal message just to see you know what's going on you know what's up etc or just saying hey thanks for for sharing this information this was great it seems like it's the way of, of doing it correctly because eventually you start creating that relationship i mean let's face it that's exactly how you and i hooked up you know like we, yeah. Like you liked a few of my things. I've, I've seen what you were doing and, you know, looked into you. And the next thing you know, you know, we're at a trade show and, and it leads to this conversation. Now we're doing a podcast and yeah. it's amazing how, I don't know, like, I don't know how old you are. I'm 39, but like our generation embraces it very, very well. Like this is part of business. Older generations are like, nah, this is not what you do. Um, but others are starting to embrace it more. They're starting to say, this is the way of communicating. This is how we are supposed to do it. And actually, it, it feels kind of good now because you're seeing transparency. You're seeing who these people really are, you know? Yeah, that's that's the first thing that I do. You know, whenever I have a company on mine that I'm like, hmm, let's see what they're doing. I go on LinkedIn. I see who who is the person I need to speak to. Mm -hmm. um, I friend them. Then I send them a message. Hey, thanks for, you know, accepting my friend request. Yep. You know, is, is there any way we can chat about this subject? Keep it simple. 
Um, maybe they don't respond. Maybe they do. They, they provide me their email. We keep that conversation going. Uh, then, you know, we proceed from there and yep. we figure things out together. Yep. That's, yeah. that's perfect. I mean, you're keeping it very high level, you know, cause, um, I don't know. You probably get these requests, connection requests. Like I'll get these and, and I see who the person is and I see what their business and, the, and what they do. I'm like, this guy's going to pitch me in 24 to 48 hours. Like it's going to be a hard pitch. And this is long, you know, message. Yeah. I'll connect with them. It's fine. Whatever. Because I'm always intrigued to see what people are doing. You know, like as a salesperson, as a marketing person, you probably do the same. You want to see what messages people are putting out there. And you're like, yeah. that's pretty good, actually. I like that message. And others are like, this is garbage. What the hell were you thinking? You know, I mean, you've probably done yeah. both of those, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's all testing, testing the waters, right? So when I first started my whole LinkedIn journey, I would friend request someone and then put this whole big message on that friend request. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, probably shouldn't be, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be doing that. Right. I would like max out the, the number of characters you can max out on that one request. And I'm like, let me stop doing that. Let me just say a, a genuine, like, Hey, how's everything, you know, look forward to connecting with you. Something nice. simple. Yeah. And you know, you don't want to go on the attack right away. You wait, you know, a few days, you don't do it like on purpose. It's just being human. Right. Again, just going back to how people interact you know, how, how you would prefer to be, uh, if someone were to reach out to you, how you to like it to, to work out. Right. Yep. And you know, I, I take that into effect. You got to put yourself in their shoes. You know, you're not the only one contacting them. Trust me. There's, oh, yeah. there's hundreds of people reaching out and, and you just have to, you know, change your approach and be real to who you are. That's, yep. that's all, that's all everyone will ask for. Yep. Just be yourself. No, man, that's 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 a good point because, you know, social media is a, is a trial and error type of thing. And I'm glad you kind of said that because it's not like we all became experts at it. You know, we all did something at one point and then screwed it up big time. You're like, that was stupid. And then you're like, I just burnt that lead. And, you know, unfortunately, you got to move on. But then you eventually kind of find your groove, you know, where you're seeing like, OK, this this is working. This is doing this. This is doing that. Um and that's, that's kind of what I love about, you know, social media in general is, is that you get immediate feedback, you know, um, and the feedback sometimes can be that you get nothing in response. Okay. Which is feedback. Others are, there's a little dialogue, you know, others are, is there's like complete dialogue and someone's really engaged because they've seen some of your content. Um, but the thing is, is that you get immediate response about it and you can start, you know, making adjustments, you know, changing directions, changing course on, on how things are working, you know, and that's kind of what I love about social media too, is, is that, um, it's, it allows you to almost have to refine your sales and marketing skills even better. You know, um, are you currently, you probably have sales navigator. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. So how, how do you use it? Uh, I, I don't use it to its full potential, okay. but I, I do know that you can, you know, look at, you can kind of filter out certain industries and you can filter it out by geography mm -hmm. and it, it basically gives you, you know, the land of the lay of the land, understanding who are the decision makers in what region 
and you know what position or title they they hold right yep so that right there is enough for me to you know take a, a general look at that and then know who to speak to who to approach um i know there's a lot more that can be done on that platform and you can probably elaborate more than i can yeah but yeah i use it more or less just to see who i need to speak to yep no it's cool yeah. um we use it as well too i use it quite a bit um, I'd probably say I'd use it close to what you're doing. Uh, I have, what I'll do is I use another software that I, I can put in conjunction with. Have you heard of a uh, duck soup? Duck soup. Um, not, not really. Okay. Yeah. So it's D U X dash S O U P.com. And it's basically, it helps you kind of start expanding what sales navigator currently has and creates some sort mm -hmm. of automation um, to where you can do connection requests, you can do, um, messaging, you can endorse people, all sorts of stuff. It's actually pretty powerful stuff. And you know, like you don't, I don't abuse, excuse me. I don't abuse it. I use it, you know, to go after an audience of people that I'm looking to connect with, uh, where I would segment off of like what you said, sales navigator, where you kind of find an industry or find a company and then start seeing who you want to kind of, you know, who you talk to and you start kind of segmenting those, those industries. Um, you know, and the other thing too, is that I don't think people understand this is that for some people on LinkedIn, they don't share their, their contact information, uh, like their phone number and email, but some people do. And so once you are a first level connection, uh, then you could have access to that contact info where it's an email, a phone number, and you can do your outreaches that way as well in conjunction to whether an in-mail or just a really ma simple message. And um, I find that powerful because that allows you to, it's not necessarily like, you know, you're bombarded them, you're sending them spam, but allows you to, to do your cold outreach, you know, different ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally see that. So that's something I kind of use and, and work with. Um, I've got spreadsheets upon spreadsheets that we're, we're actually scrubbing as we speak uh, that we're going through. I'm like, okay, this guy could be a person that we could work with. This person, no, no. And then so it could be a list of like a thousand people that gets narrowed down to 30. Yeah. You know? And it seems like it's, it's like, that's a waste of time. But now I only have to focus on 30 people versus a thousand. So I can, I can craft my message better, you know? Yeah. And, and there's always a new offering around the table, you know? There's always something new that you can deliver, you know? Especially with these times, what's going on. Yep. Um, You know, it's just something where a lot of businesses have morphed. Mm -hmm. And we have seen the importance of, you know, certain devices that help clean the air. Uh, you know, especially with janitorial services and making sure surfaces are cleaned and you know, made sure that they're disinfected using proper uh, ways of doing it. So it's just it's just bringing it back to that, you know, sending that message saying, hey, you know, we can help you out with this, that and the third, you know, something they probably didn't think of. Exactly. You know, I get people saying, wow, Jay, I, I didn't really think about that. That's a great idea. Can yep. you help me out with that? Yep. And here we go. Now we can have that conversation. Yep. So like I said before, you would do yourself a disservice if you don't reach out to the client or prospect and deliver that message that you're here to do. Exactly. Right? That's what they're, they're looking for that from time to time. But we have that that mindset where, you know, you walk into the store 
and uh, the customer service agent says, hey, how can I help you? And you're like, oh, I'm not interested right now, right? So we, we have our guard up right away, right? Everyone does, and it's just a human thing. Yep. So once you, you know, the funny thing is, you say you're not interested that one second, you're like, wait, I'm looking for headphones. Where is that? Where's that guy at? You know, he, he knows what, what I will have to go through, right? Yep. So then you go chasing that guy saying, hey, can you help me out, actually? Yeah. I just said I wasn't interested because whatever. But, you know, that's that's just one of the ways where, you know, we have to deliver that message. We have to make everyone known, know what what we offer. And, you know, that's that's our approach. I love it, man. It's it, I mean, I, I can see that we have a lot of similarities on what we both do, you know, and I think that's what makes us successful. Um, and I think that's what makes our job fun, you know, because yeah. it's dynamic. It's not like, you know, smile and dial, smile and dial. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's you've got to be creative. And at the end of the day, this is where collaboration is really important, I think. Because I agree. You know, like doing things like this, like it sounds funny, but I had someone say, like, you seem like an expert at this entire industry. I'm like, I've only been in this thing for, like, for 14 months and I'm, I'm green. But I, at times when I'm talking to other people, I'm getting educated. I'm like getting free consulting, if you will, about the facilities industry. And it's great because I'm hearing what people are saying more often. I'm like, this is interesting. Okay. So I think I'm going to start shifting and pivoting my approach on doing this instead as opposed to you know, yeah. this. And, and, and go ahead. Yeah. The, the thing is with, with being green and all, like, you know, we're, we're a part of organizations that have been doing this for 30 plus years. Yep. So me as a person may be green, but the next person next to me isn't. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. So I can always bring someone in the conversation that's going to, you know, speak on certain different things that, you know, maybe I can't speak on. Yep. But I'm able to, you know, consult and, you know, be that person, have the person's best interests at heart. Right. Yep. Because we have to make sure that that person feels comfortable in having that conversation. And that's when every, you know, the, the guard is put down. They understand. They, they see everything. And, and that's when, you know, relationships actually start and become stronger. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Like, that's exactly what I do. It's, you know, I, I create the introduction. I create the outreach. I create the need, the, you know, and provide a solution. But then when we start getting technical on, you know, either equipment or how certain things are going to be done, et cetera. That's when I do bring in other people on my team, you know, that have been there a lot longer, that understand the actual systems and intricacies of the systems. And what that does for me is it goes back to what you just said. It creates more credibility because I stay in my lane. I know what I'm really good at doing. And then I'm just going to bring someone else to support me to continue this whole you know, process of educating, of, of you know, pro providing a solution, et cetera, where... I'm not just BSing someone. I'm being straight with them, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing, you know. Any any message you ever throw out to anyone, you have to know what you're talking about. Yep. You know, and, and that's why I keep it very, you know, uh not basic, but very, you know, understandable on both ends, right? Yep. I just look for the need and if I can fill it, then that's what that's what we talk about. Yep. You know, we talk about more I talk more about the communication how I'm going to be your support, how my team is able to help out with any certain area, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the technical part will work itself out because yep. I trust my team. I know my team delivers on time. I know my team is going to get things done, yep. right? So all I can provide is, you know, that support, you know, helping out, 
communicating and, you know, staying on, on that person's side. Nice. I love it, man. That's awesome. Hey, so let's do a quick shift on this. Um, we got about, I don't know, seven or eight more minutes, but I know we want to talk a little bit about current events. I mean, let's face it, you know, this whole COVID stuff has, has affected all of us um, emotionally, physically, um, spiritually, everything. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and definitely. it's unfortunate, you know, and there's gonna be a lot of changes going on in the industry. Um, you know, when it first kind of hit, I think you and I were kind of put at a halt, if you will, and other people in our kind of positions, because it didn't make sense to even have that conversation, but it didn't stop us from being relevant, you know, which is going back to what you've been talking about the entire time is that relevancy. Um, but we had to, we had to kind of almost sit back and absorb what was going on, you know? Yeah. And so now there's changes going on. And I think that one of the most important things right now, consumers are going to be asking is, what are you doing to keep me safe? What are you doing to, to keep the facility that I'm going to go shop in safe? You know, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, so there's many approaches, uh, with helping out a facility be safe for both the employee and the client that's going in there to shop or mm -hmm. purchase anything. So, you know, there's different lists that, you know, we all can share, uh, one being the reopening list, right? Mm -hmm. Making sure you have a checklist on, you know, how your employees are going to react to now the new social distancing rules, yep. uh, making sure you take everyone's temperature when they, when they begin, you know, work, uh, making sure that, you know, the the inventory, the stock and everything you have, the merchandise you have is accounted for. You know, uh, some of these stores were closed and locked down for a few weeks. Now they're opening back up. So dust is just everywhere. They have to do a janitorial sweep. They have to make sure their, their you know, location looks pristine, right? It looks clean. It looks, you know, I want to go there and shop again, right? So yep. it's all a branding thing, right? Uh, so cleanliness is very important. Washing your hands, <clears throat> uh, making sure, you know, that the exteriors are all good. Right. And this, again, talks about more of the branding. Right. Because the retailers and restaurant chains want to make sure that you see their bright lights, you see their signs. They're open for business. They're ready to take uh, uh, to help you out, you know, with any any services that they provide. Yep. And, you know, us on the service side. We're just helping, we're, we're partnering up with these facility managers, making sure that they do uh, get those checklist, checklists aligned, uh, making sure that their, their surfaces and everything is disinfected and accounted for, making sure that the indoor air quality is, you know, at, at, the, at a great level so that no one does get sick, mm -hmm. making sure that the signage is set up. You know, there, there's a lot of things that we all can do and partnering up, especially right now, we've gotten into that whole sneeze guard or personal barrier, you know, industry. And, you know, that's another thing where, you know, we've been getting a lot of requests saying, hey, you know, what do you have? How can you help me out with this? Um, I saw that you helped this client out. Can you also send me that spec? I want to see how that would work on our countertops, right? Yep. yep. And, you know, that's another way that we've been helping out clients. That's awesome, man. I, I love that you guys are having a proactive approach as opposed to a reactive approach. I mean, you guys have sat down and thought about this completely through, you know, because it's, it's, let's face it, this is not like something we've all experienced where we know how to reopen again after being closed for nearly two months for some of us, you know? Um, and that's, that's, I think that's the challenge is there's so many things 
to take into consideration that we either get overwhelmed, we can overlook something, you know? And so those are where people like you and I that are in the industry, we can bring that extra knowledge. Like, hey, did you think about this stuff? Did you, has this been part of your topic of conversations for reopening, et cetera? You know I mean? Like one of the things that we're getting requests for quite a bit as we speak is, 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 is UV lighting uh, inside yeah. either ductwork or air handlers. Yeah you know, where the coils are. And, yeah. you know, I, I was talking to a prospect, we're actually gonna be doing a walkthrough this afternoon, but we talked about it and I, I, he's like, is this is this something that's, you know, relatively new? I'm like, this technology has been around for over a hundred <laughs> years, man. He's like, are you kidding? I go, yeah, it's just no one really cared. And now all of a sudden people care. And yeah. it's, it's, it's sad that it takes a virus like this for people to care about germs and washing their hands and disinfecting, yeah. you know, like, like it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> I've seen so many like memes and videos and pictures of people saying, so you didn't wash your hands before this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, really? Like you're supposed to wash your hands. You're supposed to make sure your hands are clean. And you know, that's, that's, a, that's just a natural thing that you should be doing already. But, uh, you know, now we see that it wasn't the case, yep. you know? So, it's just funny to see that, you know, but, you know, this does help out, you know, if you look at the, the, the positive part of it, you know, now it, it puts in procedure to make sure that this doesn't happen again, yep. you know, and, you know, the procedures are going to help everyone out in the future. Yeah. So that's, that's one good thing to look at. Um, you know, I'm always looking at things more on the positive light. I like to stay as positive as possible, you know someone might bring something negative to me and you know i look at it and i see that it is bad but i also look at how it could improve or how you know what are what steps are we going to take to make it better right yeah. that's i always flip things around and you love know it, at the end of the day we have to think that way yeah no i love it that's that's the perfect approach um this whole I, again i'm not making light of 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 what this has done to families but we sh we should be looking at this as, as what you're saying something positive, but also something as an opportunity. Um, and, and when I say opportunity, an opportunity to improve, improve our, our our cleanliness of our buildings, improve our overall health and well being, improve our approach to X, Y, and Z. And if if we look at it as you know the, something too scary, and we just almost get paralyzed, if you will, by not reacting and changing. Um, I think it's, it's that virus goes beyond what it really was, you know, like it's a virus and yes, it's making you sick, but by making, ma by making these shifts, uh, shifts and pivots, um, it allows us to kind of like say, okay, we need to pivot and, and start thinking about this instead, because this was important, but now this has got to be another part of our, our game plan, you know? So I, I, I love that. It's, it's, I think those are people like, like that, like you and I, what we're talking about. Not that we're far and few between, but we look at almost like we, we looked at these, like look at these blimps, if you will, you know, where things go down as opportunities to see how we can help and do better, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Awesome, man. Hey, well, we're coming up with our time here. Um, Jay, really appreciates, you know, what you've done and what you've shared. So what I usually do is at the end is I kind of give you your your opportunity to pitch. 
um, kind of share about, you know, who you are. Uh, actually, we know who you are, but how to yeah. get in touch <laughs> with you, uh, whether to contact you, you know, what phone number. So basically, this is kind of your segment to just kind of pitch uh, Academy. Nice, nice. Yeah. So again, Academy Service Group, we're a collection of uh, different companies where we can help out with, you know, general repair and maintenance services, pest control, janitorial services, paint uh, rollouts, and uh, fire safety protection, right? Um, we do this because we have a call center uh, and we have a database of, you know, many partners across the nation. We are a national brand. We are a national uh, provider. And we can do this uh, with myself being, you know, one of the, you know, account managers or business development managers that, you know, keeps that conversation going, keeps the communication going. And, you know, we do a great job, right? We've been doing it for 30 plus years. And, you know, that's, that's basically what we can provide. My name, again, Jay Cruz, you can reach me on LinkedIn, uh, under Academy Service Group. Uh, and my cell phone number is 973-460-9750. Awesome. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your time, man. This was great. Love to talk and shop and stuff like this. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, you know, we got to do this again sometime in the near future, but hopefully you're staying safe. Um, you know, yeah, your, you too. Yeah, so I appreciate it. Again, guys, this is Javier with CMI Mechanical. We're a national HVAC refrigeration company. If you have any questions when it comes to HVAC refrigeration in any of your multi-site facilities, as well as UV lighting for your HVAC systems, we'd love to talk to you, kind of educate you guys more about that and see if it's a solution for your company. If you guys have any questions, let us know. But thanks again for tuning in to Facility and Property Management Secrets Radio. We'll talk to you guys later.